My name is Michael Markarian and my family business is a packaging company that serves top brands all over the world. There's no debate that some packaging is harming nature and polluting our cities and something needs to change. My goal is to show you that sustainable options exist and how you can implement them right now. This is the Sustainable Packaging Show. You are listening to the Sustainable Packaging Show Season 1. Keep an eye out for Season 2 coming soon. Now with today's show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Sustainable Packaging Show. I am your host, Michael Markeri, and I hope you're doing well today. I hope you're enjoying the show, enjoying life to the best of your ability, right? You only get one life, so... Try and enjoy it, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, and do something worthwhile, right? Try to do something worthwhile with it that leaves a legacy and an impact. And all of us involved in this uh, world of sustainable packaging, whether we're packaging companies, whether we're brands adopting sustainable packaging, we're all part of this this once in a lifetime movement where we can, you know, we're going to be the ones that are responsible for solving this problem. I think generations will look back and say. You know, I can't believe how packaging was. And look at all these individuals, these companies that moved first. I mean, that's powerful stuff. This is one of the world's great problems. And I don't want to sound cliche, but it's it's an honor to be able to be a part of solving them, right? Like if you're a brand adopting sustainable packaging in the year 2020, you're on the cutting edge. I mean, genuine sustainable packaging, and that's what our show is all about. No more greenwashing, no more let's do it because it seems good. It's now let's do it because it makes sense because I can logically uh, talk about why this is actually good for the planet. So uh, we're at episode, this is episode 29. We're going to probably do 30 in a season, if you will. And then, you know, I think every 30 you know, in uh, statistics, 30 is like a relevant sample size. So I'm thinking we'll do seasons of 30 and then I'll sort of adjust and adapt and get feedback and say, you know, what does everyone think? How did this go? And then uh, we can start a new season with everything we learned. Even from where I started to where we are now, I feel like I have a much better grasp of what the show is and you can kind of see that uh, evolution or progress and I hope you've found it interesting. I hope you've, you know, if you've learned one thing, that is going to make you think more or adopt more packaging that's actually good for the planet than my time's well spent here. Okay? So, um, so episode 29, episode 30, we'll do, like I was thinking like a little quiz or like a little recap, just kind of being like, you know, not a quiz. Who likes a quiz? But, you know, talking about the core learning points as I've sort of discovered what this thing's going to be over 30 episodes, try to distill it into what are the top learning points. And maybe we'll make a video around that. Um, who knows? So I wanted to talk about briefly, I mentioned deforestation. Um, and it's something important because, you know, this, this idea of trees being renewable, right? Paper comes from pulp, right? The process of making paper is quite fascinating. Actually, they take you know, wood and they turn into chips and then they basically heat it up or use heat and moisture and um, grind it down into pulp and then that pulp gets uh, processed. It's You should go to a paper plant if you're interested in this stuff. You'd find it fascinating. It gets processed into sheets and 
now you have paper, okay? People who make paper are probably saying, you are grossly oversimplifying my job. I'm just trying to give an overall, uh, an overview. So it's, it comes from wood, right? But there's uh, wood that is sourced sustainably and well, and then there's deforestation, which is uh, wood for paper that's sourced in a in a terrible way, right? Like rainforests being just totally destroyed and what's the overall impact? So that's, as we get into FSC and we get into this idea of sustainably sourced materials, this is what we're dealing with. And often, actually what I've gathered also that I'll mention is a lot of the time those materials cost more. They actually always will cost more because there's a certification process, but it's not to say that if you choose materials that are not, you know, don't meet these standards that they were produced in horrible ways. Often in packaging, it's quite interesting, The it's the same material, but because the material had to go through a certification process, you have to pay more for it. So it's not to say, I don't want you to think that, oh my gosh, if I'm not u using FSC, I'm using you know wood that came from a, a forest that was not sustainably managed. However, maybe that's the case, so it's a little bit gray. Deforestation, and this is looking at it from 360 degrees, right? It's like, you know, ideally everything would be sustainably sourced and the end result would be sustainable, right? It would be like it, it comes from a good place and it ends in a good place. Um, it's not always the case, but progress, not perfection. So deforestation is the permanent removal of trees to make room for something besides the forest. This can be used for uh, clearing land or for agriculture or grazing are used using the timber for fuel construction or manufacturing. So actually, I think of deforestation as knocking out trees, you know, fast or not sustainably for the sake of producing, you know, paper or other goods with the trees. But it sounds like deforestation is also when you just knock out a, a forest for the sake of um, maybe construction or for a new development, you could call that deforestation. Let's say deforestation in packaging because I don't know. Maybe you can run a successful packaging business and not know the definition of all these terms. So just you know, putting that out there. I want to learn this with all of you guys. Increasing demand for paper packaging drives deforestation. So I am not mistaken that uh, deforestation is so, but it's not just about knocking down trees for the sake of using the trees. It's knocking down the trees for the sake of whatever, whatever purpose it is, um, whether it's to clear the land or to use the trees. The pulp and paper sector has long been one of the principal causes of deforestation. This is um, RISI technology. I don't know the source, but it sounds about right. Now increasing demand for paper-based packaging and for wood fiber for non-paper products are putting pressure on the industry's supply chains. That's why I always talk about supply chains, right? Things don't just appear. That paper came from trees that had to be grown. That plastic came from oil that had to be extracted and processed. That, you know, hemp-based packaging came from a hemp farm. That, you know, just things don't appear, and sometimes we think about that in our current society where, you know, everything's fast, everything's instant gratification, everything's, you know, one or two days on Amazon. Some people call it the microwave society, right? It's just fast and easy. Where does this stuff come from? How is it produced? 
um, with the emergence of the digital economy has seen paper consumption for printing and newsprint decline packaging which currently represents 55% of total consumption of paper and pulp is on the up more than 2 billion trees are now logged every year for packaging alone so you know as we talked about in earlier episodes one could say oh my gosh that's so much paper that's so much paper all right well do you enjoy products do you need products to be transported to you are you a business that needs to sell products so to me it's how do we how do we do packaging in a sustainable way that's actually good for the planet you know the extreme would be to say let's you know go back to medieval times and let's have the you know everybody in our little civilization this guy makes does the does the poultry this guy does the spices this guy makes the wine this guy you know does the linens I'm not sure we're going there. So how do you package things in an environmentally sustainable way? And who knows? I mean, maybe maybe some small civilizations will go back to that. But I'm not like I'm not a theorist. I'm not like a theorist of where the world's going. I am somebody who wants to help large brands and startups and small brands and whoever you are who wants to package their products and sell them all over the world and build amazing companies, how do you package your products in a sustainable way and still have them be attractive? And still have them be attractive. And um, so that's deforestation. Let's not get too much into that. But that's one point I want to talk about briefly. Um, and then we'll, we'll call this an episode as well. We'll do a little bit shorter. Maybe season two will be a little shorter in terms of episodes. So I want to talk about sustainable being beautiful. That's one of the things at Contempo that I've talked about. And I said, guys, sustainable packaging, you think of sustainable, you think earthy, crunchy, you think sort of a natural sort of look, an earthy look, that's sustainable. Well, that's not really thinking about sustainability. If we've, what we've talked about through this, you know, the first season, sustainable doesn't mean it just looks earthy. So if you are creating your package sustainably, you can have a sustainable package, but it can look beautiful. It can look beautiful. It can look the same or almost the same and apply sustainable principles, right? You guys know the five paths now. You can have something beautiful that's also recyclable. You can have something beautiful that's also made from recycled content. You can have something beautiful that's also made from renewable resources, you can certainly have something beautiful that is reusable, and you can have something beautiful that has uh, degradative, uh, degradative properties, right? Degradable additives. So, this myth that sustainable packaging needs to have this earthy look is actually based in greenwashing, which is the very thing that we're trying to defeat. It's based in greenwashing, and here's my logic. The idea, okay, sustainable packaging, if it has to look earthy, it's basically just, you're just trying to dress something up to look earthy so the consumer says, ooh, that kind of looks natural. It must be sustainable, but that's not based in in substance in the truth. Substantiated was the word I was looking for. There we go. Substantiated in the truth. It's not substantiated in the truth. What I want to do, and but until we, while we were still greenwashing, sustainable packaging had to look earthy because it was just like, oh, that's an earthy-looking package, and therefore it must be sustainable. But in this new world of sustainable packaging, where we're genuinely doing what's right and we're messaging around it, right? We had the KISS formula, the kind of packaging. Is it a tin? Is it a box? Is it a hanger? The ideology, which are the five paths, then the substrate, which material? Oh, I want renewable. Okay, renewable, which renewable material? hemp is it corn based is it you know what is the actual material and then the storytelling 
right? How do I story tell to the consumer not only what the package is, but how to dispose of it? So you take responsibility. We take responsibility as the packaging company and as the brand to give the full 360. It's our responsibility. We're not going to wait for somebody else to do it. We're going to do it, right? I don't like what I'm seeing in the world. I'm going to make a change. Not, I don't like what I'm seeing in the world. I'm going to complain and cry and go doom and gloom. We're not doing that here. We're not doing that. So, um, frankly, that's what I'm, what I want to get at. Sustainable packaging can be beautiful. And frankly, it should be beautiful. I'm not trying to change a hundred years of packaging or 50 years of consumer packaging. I'm not trying to change the way the world is. The way the world is, you dress your products up and they succeed. That was actually Contempo's slogan back in the day. My, my dad had how products dress for success. You dress your products, they succeed. Go to the grocery store. We've talked about this. You buy pack, you buy products based on packaging. I know I do. The eggs, I don't study all the eggs. I use the eggs that says the word organic on them. It says the word free range chicken maybe. And it looks kind of earthy and I buy them. That's the way it is. And, you know, potato chips. And Go next time you're in the grocery store. See how much packaging is influenced excuse me, product sales are influenced by packaging. Go to the liquor store, right? Not just saying organic eggs. You go buy whatever you like to buy and you'll see that they're packaged in a very mindful way. They're not just thrown in a plastic jug. So I don't see that as the future. You know, you say sustainable packaging. I don't see tequila companies um, adopting an ugly, you know, I don't think tequila would particularly work well in a hemp plastic, but I don't see it just being a jug of hemp plastic. A hemp plastic jug with tequila in it with a little like bland label. You still got to dress things up. You still got to sell. We live in a world where marketing is king. We live in a world where marketing is king. You don't like that? Go take that up with somebody uh, a little different from me, right? I don't like that. That's that's the fact. No, no, no. You should adopt the fact that that's reality and have the best marketed product you can and have the product be great so that that great product sells and you don't you don't have poorly marketed excuse me poor quality products that are marketed well go to the moon no no no. you have a great product awesome you got to market it you got to market it your advertising strategy needs to be there i used to be an entrepreneur i don't advertise you know it's all organic word of mouth why are you doing that what's the point no market it and grow your business advertise and grow your business tell the world about what you do I don't, I don't get that. I don't get that logic anymore. It was like, oh, my product's so great that through word of mouth alone, we've built these sales. Okay. Well, if you're having some profits, put those profits back into advertising to grow your base. Why are you, why are you so proud of the fact that you're organic? It's, it's a great, it's a great sign. It's a great sign. But once you have that great sign, put some fuel on it, advertise yourself, promote yourself, do events. You know, you got to advertise smart. Don't don't blow your money. Advertising, packaging, right? Have beautiful packaging. You're telling that story. And I, I'm it's great because I'm hearing more and more clients when I sit down with them. It's like, I want to have a great experience at every touch point, at every single touch point. And that's what, frankly, I need to work on at Contempo too. It's like every touch point from your new customer setup form to the boxes that the packaging, I mean, every step needs to be a great experience. That's the way great businesses are run today. So, your advertising, your website, your packaging, your, you know, when people come into your store, if it's a, let's take like a cannabis dispensary, for example, what's the shopping bag that they go out with? You have this great experience and they walk out with a brown paper bag. They feel like they're going to the local, 
the local liquor store, right? So you got to, you know, maybe that's the vibe you want. Or if you're going for a more premium vibe, you don't want to do that. So looking at every angle of the process, that's not changing. That is not changing. You need to deliver a great customer experience. Experience. And you need to market yourself. My point is never confuse that sustainable packaging has to be ugly. Sustainable equals earthy. Oh, I don't want that vibe because that's not the vibe of my brand. So therefore, I don't want sustainable packaging. That is a horrible, horrible mindset. Because that will stop 99% of brands from ever getting into the game. Okay? Because the top brands are top brands for a reason. Because they market themselves well. So the takeaway here, I know it's a little bit of a rant, but I think it's worth it. I think it's valuable. It's important. It's important. Just because you have a brand that you want to build, a brand that you want to sell. That's what this economy is built on. So we need more people to build great brands. Don't think that sustainable packaging is not an option for you. Don't think that, you know, certain brands have an earthy vibe and sure they can go with sustainable. But if you have the most premium vibe in the world, there's still a way to have sustainable packaging. You can storytell why it's sustainable and there's different ways to do that. And I think consumers will love you. They'll say, wow, this is a brand that's totally premium. They have a premium. People get it. They're not stupid. They have a, you know, they're not going to go with a totally, you know, zero waste package because that's not what their brand's about. But they've at least been mindful of the way that they've established their premium aesthetic and vibe. That will go far. You know, people get it. People get it. They get this at least. Maybe they don't get everything. I don't want to, you know, overstate that. Um, sometimes your efforts do go unnoticed, and that's sometimes life as well. But people, I believe, will get and appreciate your attempts if you're a premium brand to adopt sustainable packaging. And I want to say to you today that if you're a premium brand, there's ways to go sustainable without ruining the vibe. Okay? I know I've said it a few times. I'm trying to say it as clearly as I can. All right, thanks for listening to the Sustainable Packaging Show. And next episode, we'll do a little little quiz, okay? A little recap slash quiz, and that'll be the end of season one. Take good care. God bless you, your family, your country, wherever you're listening from. And just have a fantastic day. Go make it a fantastic You make it a fantastic day. I don't care what happens. Keep your head down. Keep pushing forward especially if you're looking to make the world truly sustainable, not BS screenwashing, but truly sustainable. Keep your head down. Stay focused on the target. You'll be glad you did a few years from now when, when you start seeing the results. If you're looking for sustainable packaging that's actually good for the planet, we have sustainable options for just about every packaging product. Email MikeM at ContempoPackaging.com. Let's talk. Have a phenomenal day.